The Boston Bruins had a very busy Monday signing Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, and Pavel Zaka to one-year contracts for 2022-23. On today's podcast, I'm going to talk about what that means for the Boston Bruins and also touch on what they didn't do yesterday, which was announce a contract extension for David Pasternak. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Open up your podcast app, go to YouTube, search up Locked On Boston Bruins, and smash that subscribe button. Those of you who already subscribed to YouTube will see that you got some bonus content yesterday. Each signing that was made, there was an instant reaction video posted over there. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. Same on Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Now, I don't know about you, but I am feeling very excited today to be a Boston Bruins fan because Patrice Bergeron will return as the team's number one center this season. David Krejci is back as the team's number two center. And they also have a pretty talented newcomer in Pavel Zaka, who has agreed to a one-year deal for this coming season. I was hoping for... A bit more on that front, but we'll touch on that here in a second. First, as we talked about on yesterday's podcast, which was recorded shortly after the Patrice Bergeron news broke, the captain back in black and gold signing a one-year $2.5 million contract with $2.5 million in available bonuses. That bonus is contingent on him appearing in 10 games. So that's likely going to happen. Shortly thereafter, the Bruins posted a pick of David Krejci and then announced a one-year, $1 million contract for the former, now current Bruin with $2 million in potential bonuses. And then to cap off the day, the Bruins later announced a one-year $3.5 million contract for Pavel Zaka, who was acquired from the New Jersey Devils in exchange for Eric Howla on the first day of free agency. Zaka was a restricted free agent. He had an arbitration hearing scheduled for Thursday. The two sides avoiding those proceedings and agreeing on this one-year deal. Again, I would have liked to have seen a longer-term commitment made to Zaka, but 
It's not dissimilar to the situation when Taylor Hall was acquired. He, you know, was presented with an opportunity with the Bruins. Both sides were able to get a feel for whether or not it was a fit. And then eventually Hall agreed to a four-year contract to remain with the Boston Bruins. Hopefully that is the case with Pavel Zaka, who can become an unrestricted free agent next summer. Now we already know that the uh, possibility of playing in Boston was tantalizing to Zaka. He has trained here in the past. He has a home here. He is childhood best friends with Jakobs Borrell. He played on a line with David Pasternak at the international level. So it seems like a good fit, and hopefully that is indeed the case for the 25-year-old center slash left winger. Pavel Zaka and David Krejci both scheduled to meet with the media via Zoom here on Tuesday. Pavel Zaka at 11 a.m., David Krejci at 1 p.m. So in tomorrow's podcast, I'll talk about what we learn from each of these guys about their respective one-year contracts with the Boston Bruins. What does the signing of the trio mean for this team? Well, obviously their forward ranks are very much beefed up. Uh, You know, Patrice Bergeron will assume his position on the top line. David Krejci will be back as the second line center. And once everyone is healthy, the Bruins will have a pretty stellar top six. Let's assume Jake DeBrusque is back on the top line right wing. You'll have Marchand, Bergeron, DeBrusque, Hall, Krejci, Pasternak. That is a pretty formidable top six that will give other teams fits. Either one of those lines could be a top line anywhere around the NHL. As to where Pavel Zaka fits in, you'd think he'd be on the third line with Charlie Coyle and Craig Smith, and that would leave a bunch of guys fighting for fourth-line playing time. Trent Frederick, Oscar Steen, Thomas Nosek, Nick Foligno, uh, maybe Mark McLaughlin. And then you also have to consider whether or not Fabian Lysel. Georgie Merkulov might be able to um, compete for some playing time out of training camp as well. So it's going to be some interesting decisions to be made by head coach Jim Montgomery. The Bruins also have to make some decisions in terms of the cap. At the moment, they are $2.24 million over the cap. And after kind of sorting out the bonus overage issue yesterday. Here's the situation with Bergeron and Krejci. They have a combined uh, overage potential of $4.5 million. $2 million for Krejci, $2.5 for Bergeron. If the Bruins can get the cap 
to within 4.5 million, those bonuses can be absorbed into this year's salary cap. Anything that goes over will have to be paid next season. So if the Bruins pay to the cap in actual salary this season, they'll be on the hook for that 4.5 million next season. If they count those bonuses as part of the cap, which they don't have to be for this season, then they're going to have to shed some salary cap space. Guys with no trade protection include Jake DeBrusque, Craig Smith, Thomas Nosek, Chris Wagner, who's most assuredly going to be buried in the AHL once again, uh, Brandon Carlo, Matt Grizzlick, Mike Riley. Those are all candidates to be moved in some fashion in order to A, become cap compliant to begin with, and also to get under the cap and not have to carry over those bonuses to next season. But overall, the Bruins obviously a lot better today than they were yesterday with these guys under contract. And I, for one, am ecstatic to have another season of Bergeron and Krejci in the mix and also to see what Pavel Zaka can bring to the table. Now, before we look at Patrice Bergeron's decision specifically and what he had to say to the media yesterday. A quick word about Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself and combining them. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com slash Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So after the trio of signings was made, Patrice Bergeron met with the media yesterday to say that he's extremely excited to be back for one more year. He actually said that twice. He was asked to expand on that if this will indeed be his last year or if he's kind of saying one more year as another year. He said he's happy to be back, concentrating on this year. Um, His decision was about this coming year and whatever the future holds, he's going to address it when the time is right. Um, 
he said the Bruins, an organization that means the world to him. He's started there, extremely loyal, learned a lot over the years, and he feels he has grown immensely. Boston is his home. His family's excited to be back alongside him in the city, and uh, he was appreciative of the Jacobs family, Cam Neely, Don Sweeney, for their trust in him, the trainers, coaches, teammates for making it possible. Bergeron did disclose that he had made his decision before the start of free agency. Don Sweeney knew he was coming back prior to July 13th. And he said he came back because he just loves the game so much. He loves the city. He loves the organization. He loves his teammates. And for him, it's literally about the friends he's made along the way. His body feels good. His his mind is in the right place. And the desire and the passion is still there. And uh, he just got excited again to work out, to really want to skate, to test that surgically repaired elbow which is feeling good and um you know he's excited to get to work under new head coach jim montgomery as well he said they've had some great conversations going over what they thought about the state of the team um montgomery's way of thinking how he wants things to be run a lot of conversations that way and Um, They wanted to get to know each other so they're not unfamiliar faces when they get going in September, which is just a few weeks away, which is pretty crazy. He was also asked about David Krejci coming back. He said he was super excited, as most Bruins fans are as well. He keeps Krejci in high regard. He's an amazing person, first and foremost. Also an amazing player that still has it in him. Bergeron said, I think he wants it. He was in the same situation as Bergeron as far as family decisions to make. And they had a few conversations. Nice for him to take the time, make the decision, and super excited to get going with him, as well as the rest of the guys. Uh, Every year is kind of a fresh start. There's some new faces, some old faces, and having that challenge in front of you every year is what Bergeron is getting up for. On a side note, Bergeron said Tuka Rask's recent wedding wasn't a factor in the decision. At that point, their minds were already made, so it was kind of more of a celebration. Let's get excited to be back together. Um, In terms of his salary, obviously taking a pay cut, he's now... Very far down the list in terms of the highest paid Bruins, uh, which is which is pretty crazy. He's the uh, like ninth, tenth, ninth or tenth highest paid Bruins forward at the moment, and for him, there were things, factors that played into the decision apart from money 
once he knew that Krejci was coming back, it's just about making things work and the structure. Uh, but at the end of the day, he knew he wanted to be a Bruin. He knew what they were able to do in terms of fitting it in. And, you know, he has a history of signing some team-friendly deals. He said the dollar sign, he's not going to say that they're not well-paid. They're extremely well-paid and beyond what he ever dreamed of as far as salary goes. Leaving a few on the table to make sure you're a competitive team and you're a good team and that it carries on for years makes a big difference. That's how we want to play the game. You want to play the game to win. You want to play the game to be successful. You want to play the game to have friendships and memories. That's the one thing that you hope people buy into. Bergeron said, This team and the guys, even the younger guys, have been really buying in. You hope that this carries on. Didn't start with Bergeron and Krejci. Brad Marchand's been part of that as well. Zdeno Chara was part of that before him. And it just reflects how much guys want to play for the Boston Bruins and also their desire to play together and be a winning team together. And that is still the goal. You know, the Bruins fell short in Game 7 against the Carolina Hurricanes, um, that was definitely motivation for Bergeron, a hard way to end. He thought they left something on the table there. Um, they, The Hurricanes were a team that ran over the Bruins in the regular season. The Bruins gave them a run for their money in the playoffs. That was definitely a positive for him. You always want to look at the glass half full. We're a glass half full podcast here, so I co-signed that. But it was disappointing, and Bergeron thought they had a better team than a first-round exit, and they're basically running it back, but with Krejci as the second-line center instead of Hala, and with Zaka in the mix as well. Again, his decision was made before free agency, before Zaka was flipped for Hala. Um, Bergeron told Sweeney that he'd be back so that whatever moves they want to make, they could plan ahead and work with the things they had to work on. He wanted to come back because he knows he still has something to give. He wanted to come back with the Bruins because they're his team. There was no consideration in terms of the Montreal Canadiens where his former agent, Ken Hughes, is the general manager. He loves the city. He loves the team. He loves the guys, and he wants to do something special with them. Are the Bruins better today than they were yesterday? Certainly. Are they better than they were at the end of the season? That remains to be seen because you have a new coach coming in with a new system. Uh, you need to see that David Krejci does indeed still have enough left in the tank. I think it's safe to say that he does. And 
You also have to factor in the injuries to begin the season. Some guys are going to have to step up. Uh, you know, you can't just bring in Bergeron and Krejci and rely on these guys as much. They are, you know, 2003-2004 picks. You need guys um, to step up and help carry the load. You'll need a Charlie Coyle who's making five times more than David Krejci to to contribute. You're going to need Nick Felino to play even close to his $3.8 million contract. You're going to need Craig Smith to have a 20-goal season, at least. Jake DeBrusque to keep it going after signing that two-year, $4 million contract. You're going to need offense from the back end. You're going to need Derek Forbort blocking shots. Hampus Lindholm to step up and be a top-pairing defenseman on a regular basis without Charlie McAvoy. You're going to need Jeremy Swayman, Linus Allmark, backstopping the Bruins, challenging for the Jennings Trophy. It's going to take a complete team effort, and hopefully the decisions by Bergeron and Krejci to come back on extremely team-friendly deals will give these guys the motivation to leave it all out on the ice for these guys. Um... And, uh, yeah, I, for one, am very excited to see this team in action this coming season. Before we talk about what the Bruins did not do yesterday, quick word about Built Bar. They have a new cookie dough chunk puff with a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, covered in 100% real chocolate. You can enjoy all the benefits of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. They also have a collagen protein that your body absorbs more efficiently, provides tons of health benefits, eat something that tastes good and is good for you. They're the perfect protein bar. You can pack them for your family. If you're going on a hike or to the beach, you can bring them along to work for a boost during the day and quite frankly they taste better than a candy bar you can ditch the calories the fat the sugar and grab yourself a healthy built bar as an alternative snack go to build.com use promo code locked 15 get 15 percent off your order that's promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com now, as all this was going on yesterday, it was, of course, August 8th, 8, 8, perfect time to sign number 88, David Pasternak, to an eight-year contract extension worth $88 million. That's what it's probably going to cost to keep him in the mix, double-digit millions. I'm sure he's going to push for that eight times 88 because of the numbers. Symbolic, but also he believes he's worth, you know, one of the highest contracts in the NHL. That's not something that got done yesterday. It would have been a perfect way to end the day, announce that at 8 p.m. Hopefully, a lot of what happened on Monday motivates Pasternak to re-up with the Bruins. Like I mentioned earlier, Zaka's in the mix a friend, a former line mate of his. 
David Krejci's back in the mix, a guy who he has always wanted to play with, a very good friend. Patrice Bergeron's back in the mix. These are guys not directly telling him, but showing him that Boston is the place to be and that it's worth making certain sacrifices in order to play for this organization, to play with these guys. And while nobody's expecting him to take an extremely team-friendly contract, he's going to want to be paid at least, if not a touch more, than what Charlie McAvoy is going to be making, $9.5 million. It should at least remind him how good of a place Boston is. Grass isn't always greener on the other side. And how valued he is by the organization. I do believe it's only a matter of time. And, you know, nobody wants to see a situation where they are locked in a stalemate. It becomes apparent that he's not going to sign. And the Bruins decide to trade him a la Matthew Kachuk. So hopefully that gets done. It would have been great, of course, to get it done on 8-8, but not the case. Like I said uh, earlier, Pavel Zaka and David Krejci scheduled to meet with the media here on Tuesday. So tomorrow I'll be back to break down what we learned from those guys. Don Sweeney scheduled to meet with the media tomorrow morning. So I'll be back Thursday to talk about what we learned about him or from him. And you can keep it locked to the YouTube channel for any breaking news that will be posted up there as well. Maybe there'll be a trade or two to free up some cap space. Maybe there'll be a David Pasternak announcement. Either way, you can get all the latest here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Very exciting day yesterday, and I'm very excited to get going here with um, training camp. But first, if you're looking for a hockey fix, the World Juniors begins today. Three games on tap, two Bruins prospects in the mix. Uh, Dan's Lokmelis, Latvia taking on Finland at 6 p.m., USA-Germany at 10 p.m. Eastern with Riley Duran in action. Sweden will begin tomorrow, I believe, with Fabian Lysel in action. And we'll update you on all things going on in Edmonton as well. Bit of a different tournament, of course. Postponed back in the new year because of COVID. Sponsors have pulled out because of Hockey Canada's issues. Um... But still, a few Bruins prospects in the mix that you're going to want to keep an eye on. Thank you so much for taking some time to hang out here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you for making it your first listen every day. Again, tomorrow, we'll recap what Pavel Zaka and David Krejci have to say later today. And uh, now you can make your second listen, the Locked On NHL podcast. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything going on in the hockey world with Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute podcast. Thank you again for joining me on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, 
your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.